You're listening to the Growth Experts Podcast. So if you're looking to 10X your business by learning proven growth strategies, you're in the right place. During my interviews with top CEOs, entrepreneurs, and marketers, I dig deep to uncover the real strategies, hacks, and tools to help you achieve your goals. And I'm your host, Dennis Brown. And in the last episode, Sangram Vajray shares how Terminus is helping companies use account-based marketing to land their ideal customers faster. Hey everyone, this week we're giving away a one-year subscription to pushlink.com, P-U-S-H-L-Y-N-K. It's valued at about 600 bucks. Pushlink allows you to send push notifications to your subscribers on almost any platform. The fact is push notifications get about 10 times the response rate when compared to traditional email. For a chance to win, subscribe to the podcast, then take a quick snapshot or picture showing you're subscribed and text it to 716-218-8981, or you can email it to growthexperts at yahoo.com. Now let's get back to the show. Welcome everybody, and we have another amazing guest today. His name is Tom Schwab. I met him a couple years ago, and he is the founder of Interview Valet where they help small businesses, entrepreneurs, authors, and speakers get featured on leading podcasts that their prospects are already listening to. So Tom shows them exactly how to turn listeners into leads. So pay close attention. Welcome to the show, Tom. Dennis, I am thrilled to be here and talking about podcasts is sort of a a meta discussion, but uh, anybody that listens to podcasts will instantly understand the power of it. No, thank you so, so much for being here. I asked you on the show, number one, you're a fantastic guy. Number two, you guys do a great job at Interview Valet. But number three, I have used podcasts myself as a way to build an audience, generate leads, and to even get clients. So I'm a huge fan, right? Before I was I started my podcast, I was a listener, and then I was a guest, and now I have my own podcast. So I guess I've hit for the whole cycle now. But if you could do me a huge favor... Tell us a little bit more about what you have going on over there at Interview Valet. Sure. And I think anybody that's listening to this, I'd say almost any company, your biggest problem is that you're obscure. You know, there's people that you could help. You've got a product or a service that could help people, but they just don't know about you. So really the question is, is how do you get connected with your ideal customer? And there's a lot of people that talk about, well, you break through the noise and uh, Dennis, I'm sorry. I, I think a lot of us are just adding to the noise. It's like, you know, yelling at a football game. Nobody's hearing you. So really, we looked at it and said, how can you get in on the conversation that your ideal customers are already listening to? So like you said, there's multiple ways to do that. One of them is to start your own podcast. And, you know, anybody that says doing a podcast is easy has either never done it or never done it well. My hat's off to you, Dennis. And I'll be the first one to say, show Dennis that you love his work and give him a positive rating and review. But for people like me that are a little bit more lazier, we look at it and say, how do you get the maximum return on investment? Well, being a guest on other people's podcasts, and really it it sort of comes out of the experience that we had decades ago or last decade with guest blogs, right? You could write a blog on your own site and a few people that listen or read it. Or you could put it on something like the Huffington Post or or Forbes or Inc., wherever those big sites were, and get their audience. And really, that's what we're trying to do here. And it comes from an inbound marketing perspective. That's my background. 
of how you can take other people's audience, other people's listeners, and turn them into your leads and your customers. And it's something we've done over the last four years, tested it, refined it, and uh, really it's a, it's a marketing system that uh, you can use to really go from obscure to acclaimed in front of your ideal customers. That's perfect. So how does Interview Valet make money? I mean, is it a subscription? Do you pay per podcast? I mean, how, can you unpack that for me a little bit? Sure. And we're transparent in everything we do. We work for our clients. So our clients are our customers, right? They're the talent. They pay us and we work it on a, um, a per podcast interview base. Uh, so it's not like a PR agency where we've got a retainer to try. No, we actually get paid for the deliverables. That being said, we work with the podcast host. I mean, but everything we do for the podcast host is free, uh, right? So there's no conflict of interest. You know, you go into a real estate deal, there's a seller's agent, a buyer's agent. There's no doubt of who's working for who. So we always put our clients in the uh, best interest first. So like for authors, a lot of times, uh, you know, the major publishers will say, hey, get us on 12 interviews the week before the book launches, get us on 12 the week after. So we could do like a launch package there. For most people, they just want that steady stream of leads, of customers, of backlinks. So with that, they'll say, hey, I'd like to do, you know, two interviews a month or, or four interviews a month. And really the way we set it up is we take care of all the work, you know, the the prospecting, the pitching, the preparation, you've got to do the performance. And then we do the inbound marketing stuff afterwards. So with that, you know, if somebody's doing one interview a month or excuse me, one interview a, a week, they're pretty much carving out 45 minutes to an hour to just focus on this marketing channel. So it's a done for you service where you go out and do all the work. They just show up and do the interview. Exactly. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So about how many customers do you have or how many interviews have you done? If you want to frame it in some way, shape or form, give me, give me oh, an sure. idea of size. Yeah. So currently we've got about 85 customers. So we're doing probably about 300 interviews a month with those. We've got a, a U.S. based team of 10 people. So uh, there, there are 10 people that are working with the podcasters, working with the clients, and we're continually uh, growing that. But uh, we focus on three verticals and it's not so much where our customers are but where their ideal clients are. So those verticals are business. That's our biggest one, faith and Christianity, and then health, nutrition, and wellness. Okay, great. So can you share an example of how maybe one of your clients went from obscurity into being known and maybe turn that into an ROI by getting on the right podcasts? Sure. One, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Aaron Walker, he was one of our first clients right? Here's a, here's a guy that's got great stories, great wisdom. He's known in Nashville, Tennessee, but you know, outside Nashville, he's pretty obscure. Uh, you know, he, he ran in the, the realms of Dave Ramsey's, a, a close associate of his Dan Miller. But once you went outside of Nashville, he was obscure. So with that, we started to get him on podcasts and podcast interviews where he could tell his story. People get to know, know, like, and trust him. And early on his goal was, Hey, he wanted to get some some one-on-one -on -one business coaching clients. And that happened very quickly. And then he raised his prices and then he got more. And he's like, I really want to serve these people. So he started masterminds. Currently, he's got 10 paid, master, uh, 10 paid masterminds. He's got his one-on-one -on -one coaching clients. He's uh, launched a book from podcasts. So that's a way to do that. I love working with accountants because they know their numbers. 
Another client we've got is Craig Cody. Craig's a ex-police officer in New York City, and now he's an accountant, and he works a lot with people either being a part-time CFO for their business or helping them with tax planning. And he started with us, oh, about 18 months ago, and he was able to go out there and you know tell his story and, and tell how he had helped people. And it was amazing because you know when you start to to work in more of the professional services, you're not selling a, a widget, right? It's not a product or service. Ultimately, people are buying trust in you. So they want to know who you are, who your heart is, why you do something, who you help. And it's almost like that sale. It's uh, the podcast is almost like a, a 30 to 45 minute sales call where they get to to know you. And so um, Craig, you know, he keeps all of his numbers. God love him. At the one year point, he came back to me and he's like, hey, check out these numbers. He got a 600 percent return on investment from podcast interview marketing. And uh, at what that was, that's it was at 12 months. The next quarter, it had risen to 900 percent. And I just talked to him the other day at 18 months, he was at 1200 percent. And that's just actual dollars there. He wasn't factoring in, you know, future sales because for him, you know, most clients are around for for multiple years and he just keeps asking, how can you get me on more podcasts? Because he realizes that his limit to growth is really how many people of his ideal customers know about him. Perfect. Yeah, that's exactly. That was kind of my experience. You know, I was a little bit skeptical when I first started of how it was going to convert into leads and prospects and eventually clients. And when I first started doing it, you know, the first few, they made a little bit of, it moved the needle a little bit, but no revenue came out of it. But I kept doing it and I kept doing it and I stuck to the plan. And then all of a sudden it was like the dam broke loose. And all of a sudden I had a, this big, you know, bunch of people that wanted to work with me. And I was like, and the only thing that I was really doing at that point early on, I was really doing a lot of podcasting, right? That's what I was doing. That was the primary form. So, you know, I think, you know, one of the takeaways that I have from it is that if you think you're going to go out there and just do one or two podcasts and, and you're going to start generating business, the odds of that are not very good. It's got to be something that's that's sustainable, something that has a strategy behind it. And it's not just a one-off. Would you agree, Tom? Very much so. And it's a strategy, right? People always ask, what strategy works the best? Whichever one you work. You know, if you bounce around and I'm going to spend this week being a an expert on Twitter and, and next week I'm going to give that up and then go be an expert on LinkedIn and bounce from place to place, you'll never get any traction. So this is a strategy and it builds upon itself. You know, we've got clients that are out three years now. They still get traffic leads and customers from interviews they did, you know, three years ago. We had a, a gentleman that did a, a virtual book launch and he called it his Blitzkrieg. He went out there and got on 40 podcast interviews in the matter of about two months. And we helped him do that. He was everywhere. People didn't know who he was at the beginning, but after they heard him on a couple different ones, he's like, they said, wow, you know, I've got to get this book. He he's everywhere. Everyone's talking about this. So, um, really it's, it's a strategy and some people are even using it for an SEO perspective, right? Because every podcast you're on, will get a link. I guarantee you when this goes live, Dennis is going to link back to interview valet and we're going to get the SEO value from it. So some people that are starting new companies or new sites, they're just saying, wow, not only can I get exposure, but I can help my search engine rankings also. Yeah, there's all kinds of ancillary benefits there for sure. And then as we, not to go off into too much of a tangent, 
I see in the near future audio being more contextual. And I think search engines are obviously going to be able to create some context to that. And that'll add a whole nother element to the SEO game. Wouldn't you agree? Very much so. The other thing too, is that uh, it's like, uh, it's like when I read a book now, I'll say, well, I read a book. Well, honestly, I listened to it on Audible. So it's so easy to switch mediums. So for like me, if you told me I had to write a blog post, it would be a homework assignment. As far as sitting down with Dennis and talking here, this is fun. I can do this all day long. So a lot, what I'll do is I'll take the interview, I'll transcribe that, and now you've got blog posts out of it. You've got tweets out of it, and you can repurpose that so you can make it in any way that's most comfortable for you and then repurpose it so that it's most comfortable for your ideal customer. Yeah, perfect. And I agree with you, you know, writing for me, I've done a lot of it over the last three, four, five years, and I can tell you it's a chore. It's hard work for me, but putting together a video, a Facebook Live, or doing audio like this, it just flows so much better. And then the next thing you know is you have this big block of content that you can do almost anything you want with a multi-purpose. So, so listen, before the show, you know, I hear you on all kinds of podcasts yourself. I mean, you've been on some of the biggest podcasts out there, and you know, before the show, you shared with me you've been on over a thousand podcast. Is that true? That's true. A thousand podcasts. So set aside from being a guest on podcasts, what else is working for Interview Valet today to get new clients? Critical business relationships. And let me unpack that a little bit. It was a term that was first introduced me to me by a client, Bill Troy, who wrote a book called ClickSand. And what he talks about is those relationships that you have that can drive you business. And I think that's the same way that, you know, our grandparents built businesses and that our grandchildren's build businesses. So it's, you know, I said before that our biggest problem is that we're obscure. All of our ideal customers don't know us, but focusing on those key business relationships, and that could be with a podcast host, you know, who I get to talk to here. It could be going to, to live meetings and building those relationships, because as we break down our business and I'm transparent in all this stuff. About a third of our customers come from hearing me on a podcast. About a third of them come from podcast hosts who are like, man, you know, you should use podcasts to grow your business. Let me introduce you to Tom. And then about a third of them come from agencies, uh, PR agencies, marketing agencies that want to use podcast interview marketing for their clients. So one of the things we focus on is building those critical business relationships. So for us, it's with... Um, you know, podcasters and agencies that could, you know, deliver us, could introduce us to not just one client, but multiple clients. So it's basically setting up like an inbound referral sources in all these different niches, right? So for example, podcasting, you know, if you have specific business contacts, or you said you have a couple of different verticals, Christianity and a couple of others. So you would have strategic relationships there where they're already entertaining those people and they see value in you. So they refer them to you or introduce you. Exactly. And it's sort of, as you described it there, it's the same thing that we're doing with podcasts, right? You've got an audience that I would love to talk to. So let's work with that. So that's why we come on as a guest on a podcast. But in the same way, if you run a, a business, like um, we work a lot with authors. So if it, you've got a publishing business and you've got all these great authors, but no way to get their book out there, well, let's talk, let's work together on this because it it helps everybody. Okay, great. So Knowing what you know now, right? You started this business, what, four years ago now, I think you said? Uh, yes. Four years ago. 
right? And when you first started this, your background was not in podcasting. It wasn't in setting up interviews. You know, you were, you were just a smart guy and you had this idea. And so knowing what you know now, what would you do different if you were, could start again today? That is a great question. And it really uh, it struck me from reading a book and actually talking with an author, looking at this as a new category. There's a book out there called Play Bigger. Christopher Lockhead is one of the co-authors on it. And in there, they talk about category design, not brand design, and that nobody wants something that's a little bit better, right? If you're just a little bit better than the next person, you're always competing. The world doesn't need a copy of anything. And the focus is on how can we bring something new to the world? How can we bring something different? And I think at the beginning, that was scary. You know, how can I, you know, I could say that, well, we're a little bit like a PR agency. We're a little bit like a booking agency. We're a little bit like a marketing agency. And it took a lot of courage to say, no, what we're doing is something different. We're different than them. We do podcast interview marketing, and that stands out so much more. And I think uh, looking back on my life, I wish I would have done that more. And I think other people need to do that. You don't need to be better. You need to be different. You need to be who you are and proudly say, this is what we do. And when people come to us and say, well, could you do this also? You know, could you help me make my website? I'm like, I'm sure we could do that. But that's in our, you know, maybe our zone of competency or our zone of greatness. No, podcast interview marketing is our zone of genius. We own that. Uh, we're the category king in that. And that's the only thing we do. Perfect. Okay, great. So what are some, I, I know that going on a podcast for people who have never been on there before can sometimes be intimidating, right? And so talk to me a little bit about some of the biggest mistakes that guests make when they go on a podcast. <laughs> I laugh at this one because with a thousand podcast interviews, I know all the mistakes and I know them probably personally. And uh, there's a checklist that's from 5,000 interviews that, you know, uh, all the mistakes that have been made. I'll, I'll be happily to share that with everybody here. But um, some of them is I, I'd say the biggest overarching one is the equipment first. Right. You have to sound professional. Nobody's going to accept bad audio if it sounds like you're calling in from a bathroom stall, how can you be an expert? I'd say that's, you know, that's the things that people are conscious of. But I'd say the overriding thing is how can you add value, right? Your goal on being on a podcast is not to sell anything, right? Podcasts are an awful place for infomercials, but they're a great place for people to get to know, like, and trust you. So what I, we always tell our clients is your goal is to go on there on a podcast and make the host look like a genius for introducing you to the audience. So I think just that whole mindset thing of putting yourself that I am here to serve. So how can I serve by showing up on time? How can I serve by sounding great? How can I serve by offering special offers, promoting it after the episode, just starting to look at it. And, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk always talked about jab, 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 right hook. I probably missed a couple jabs in there, but I look at it as give, 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 ask. And most of the time you keep giving and then people start asking, how can I work with you? Perfect. Yeah, that's awesome. So, you know, you distinguish yourself. I mean, after doing a little bit of research and knowing you for a little while, you know, there's a difference to being just a guest on a podcast, getting booked on a podcast, right? You know, if you have a little bit of time and a little bit of creativity, you can do that yourself, right? But, you know, the key is, in my experience, is that 
those listeners, you need to have a strategy for converting those listeners into leads, into customers. So you guys have a little bit different strategy than some of the other companies out there from my, you know, just from my research. Can you tell us a little bit about the best way to convert those listeners into actual leads? Dennis, this is so important here because so many people will ask me, well, how do I get on a podcast? And I'm like, that's a stupid question, right? Because that's not the goal. If you want better answers, you got to ask better questions. And really the question is, is how can I use podcast interviews to grow my business? You know, there's 400,000 podcasts out there. You could probably get on one this afternoon, but it's probably not one that you want to be on. So really you have to look at it from a holistic strategy and we call it podcast interview marketing. It's sort of like inbound marketing meets podcasts. And so really we look at that as, you know, getting the interview, that's the fuel. The interview is the fuel, but you need an engine to put that into to get results. You know, I'll admit when I started, I'd get on a podcast and like, this is great. It was an ego stroke because, you know, I, I tell my story, I, I, I'd get on there. Thousands of people are going to hear me, but they never did anything. So one of the things that, you know, we've worked and tested, I'm an engineer by degree, so I, I'm always big into testing and refining. We've really looked at podcast interview marketing is a six-step process. And if you miss any of these, chances are you're not going to get any good results with it. You know, the first one is prospecting. You got to find the right podcast to be on. The next one is the pitching. You know, you've got to, you've got to get the podcast host to say yes. And uh, that's the second step. The third step is the preparation. You'd never step on a big stage without being prepared in the same way you wouldn't do that on a podcast interview. Now, the third one is the only step you can't outsource. And that's the performance. And while our clients do that, we coach them on the um, uh, the best practices. And now the last two steps, this is sort of where the inbound marketing comes. And I'll, I'll pull behind the curtain here. So you've got to give people a reason to go from being passive listeners to active visitors. So you can talk about different things on the podcast. I mentioned before that checklist that we use with all of our clients. That would be a great way for people to get that. There's an infographic that I have on, you know, the nine secrets to get on your, on your first podcast. So what you do there is you say, okay, if you want those things, right, I can't give them to you or explain all of them here on the podcast, but if you go to interviewvalet.com and then send them to a dedicated welcome page. So this one would be like interviewvalet.com forward slash growth experts, then everything that Dennis and I talked about will be there and all those resources. So that's so important to move people from being a passive listener to an active visitor. And, you know, I I hear so many people on podcast interviews, they'll say, you know, how can people get in touch with you? And they start, you know, giving their phone number, they start giving their, their LinkedIn, their Twitter. It's like, don't you realize that people are multitasking? They're never going to remember all of this. Give them one place to go to. And then the final step in really turning podcast interviews into results is, is promoting it. I'm amazed when I see that people will be on a podcast interview and then they don't do anything with it. There's so many easy ways to repurpose it, to promote it on social media out there. This is a media appearance and, and you should treat it as such. Yeah. What I like about your strategy with the interviewvalet.com forward slash growth experts, right? What I like about that strategy is two things. Number one, you know, you can speak directly to that audience. So you can literally customize that landing page 
and give them a greeting of, hey, welcome growth experts, right? So it can speak directly to them. And I'm assuming that's part of your strategy. I know you well enough by now. I know that's how you work, right? (laughs) And not only that, uh, okay, here's totally behind the curtain. When you go there, you have no idea what Tom Schwab looks like. You have no idea what Interview Valet's website looks like, but I know that there's a person that you know, and his name is Dennis Brown. So the first thing you get there, you're going to see a picture of Dennis and you're going to see the podcast artwork. It's almost like a, a trust seal from e-commerce. And our testing showed that when you did that, it cut down bounce rates by like half. The other thing is you can attribute the traffic now, right? So I know if somebody hits that page, the only way they did it was from this podcast. And the other thing is, you know, we're recording this in 2018. I guarantee you there's somebody in 2020 right now that's listening to it for the first time. And they're like, that's cool. I've got to go check that out. Well, I guarantee you my homepage is going to change over the next two years. So if I made some offer there and they went to it and it wasn't there anymore, that traffic could be lost. Uh, so there's so many ways that, uh, that that welcome page, as we call it, is so important to actually turning passive listeners into active customers. Yeah. And you, you took the words right out of my mouth. You know, when it comes to tracking and lead attribution, right, which is so difficult these days, right? Lead attribution is a real challenge when you're doing such a diverse group of marketing. But with this, you can attribute that directly. You can tag it on the way in, you know, exactly where it came from when it converts. Now you can figure out your ROI for your, you know, for example, your, that channel, that investment in podcasting, you know, doing the podcasting service. So, so yeah, so that's awesome. That's perfect. So we're going to wrap up here in a minute, but other than interview valet, what's your favorite growth tool or software these days? Uh, it's got to be LinkedIn, you know, to man me, after I, my I, own heart. Well, <laughs> you taught me how to use it and I, I, I've got to learn even more because it is so much untapped potential there. To me, the richness of your life is the richness of your relationships. And I don't mean how much money you have in your bank, bank account. That's just a, a byproduct of that. And, you know, I live in Kalamazoo, Michigan. If I can do podcast interviews and connect with people around the world on LinkedIn through Kalamazoo, you can do it any place. And to me, it's just a, it's an amazing tool to connect with people, to help serve people. And I like it because it's not, you know, it's not pictures of here's what I had for breakfast. It's still professional. And uh, I just love that tool and I'm using it more and more with that. You know, today, if you're ignorant or isolated, boy, it's, it's by choice. Yeah. I love to hear that because I think LinkedIn has changed a lot, particularly over the last year. So for anybody who's curious, you really need to take a, a second look at it. If you know you looked at it a few years ago and you just weren't quite getting those results, I, I'm a huge, huge fan of LinkedIn, as is Tom, and I think you will be too if you give it a second chance. So again, we're pretty much got to wrap up for today, Tom, but how about you share one piece of parting guidance and then let everyone know how they can connect with you and learn a little bit more about Interview Valet. Well, thank you, Dennis. And you know, if you're listening to this podcast you understand the power of this medium, right? You understand that it's growing. And in the future, the you know that your ideal customers are going to be listening to podcasts. The only question is, are they going to listen to you or your competitor? And that's just something that you can decide yourself, right? You could either be a podcast host. You could be a podcast guest. You could do both of those. But you know things that could help people. And today, it is so easy to go out there and share that. And it's fun. It builds your your network. It's it's not a mystery on how it does. You know, I say um, all we do. It's not magic. I wrote a book called 
podcast guest profits where I put it out there everywhere on how we do it. I'll, I'll, we do it. Interview valet is really we do it for you. You know, uh, podcast guest profits is is the recipe book if you want. And I tell you what, Dennis, we talked before at interviewvalet.com growth experts. So I'll put that, you know, the checklist that I mentioned, I'll put, you know, the infographic on the nine steps to get on your first podcast. And if anybody wants the the book, Podcast Guest Profits, there's a free download. I'll just put it there. You can get the electronic version. If you really want to buy it on Amazon, you can, but I give away more of those than anything because I really believe that podcast interview marketing is such a powerful tool and that in a few years, people will be looking at and going, talking about Facebook marketing, uh, you know, social media marketing, email marketing, but podcast interview marketing will be in there too. So now's your chance to get in on the ground floor. I agree, Tom. I agree wholeheartedly. Listen, my friend, thank you so much for spending the time today. And I'm sure we'll be talking again soon. Thank you, Dennis. Listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the podcast, then do me a huge favor. Click the subscribe button now and please leave me a review. It would mean a lot to me.